Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 71 of Better Regulate Than Never. How is your new year going so far? Don't forget your vision of who you want to be in May or June of 2022 and just be that person every day. How are you feeling in that version? How are you thinking? Think those thoughts right now. I haven't talked a lot about the pandemic or how it has affected so many people. Well, really everything. I certainly have mentioned it, but I feel like a lot of what I am teaching in this podcast is generic. And that means that it is for everyone at any time. And that's really how I want it to be. I want it to be for every single person who listens to it, no matter where they are in life, how old they are, what they do, their spirituality or lack thereof, everything. Because I believe that the stuff that I'm talking to you about, it is absolutely important for every single person. And now that we are in a pandemic, we probably need these skills even more. I have a lot of students and adults talking to me about feelings that seem unpleasant and have low energy. In other episodes, I have said that we need to be able to name how we are feeling so that we can work, start working on that feeling. I think a feeling word that has been trending for a while describes how many humans are feeling right now. Meh. (laughs) I don't know if, I mean, if you don't know the word, it's spelled M-E-H. And I see it a lot on social media Or even like a review of something, like if someone is like, you know, what did you think about this book? Meh. Um, Or what, how was this movie? Meh. Now this word probably wouldn't be listed on a checklist of emotions if someone was like, you know, here are some things, how do you feel about whatever. But everyone listening to this podcast, I'm almost positive knows what it means and what it feels like. Meh is described as indifference or boredom or lack of care for what is being presented. Whatever. (laughs) That was the older version of meh, I think. Adam Grant, who is the author and organizational psychologist that I'm obsessed with this week, maybe for, um, I'll be obsessed with them for a while. Um, He talks about this feeling and he uses the more formal feeling word of languishing. I love how that word sounds languishing. I don't love how it feels, but the word is fun. Languishing is a feeling of emptiness, being aimless or joyless. I would guess every single person has felt this during this long pandemic, but probably felt it before that too, at least sometimes. Just when we get excited about getting together again or going on a trip, COVID ramps up again and we start feeling afraid again or disappointed because our plans have to change yet again. This feeling of languishing dulls our motivation to try again or really to do anything and it disrupts our ability to focus. I see this so much at school. Students tell me that they just don't care about their homework or even When they do want to do it, they just can't focus on it. Now, languishing has been around since the beginning of time. This is not a product of COVID, but I think we are seeing it more now because everyone has had a roller coaster of feelings 
and it's constantly being disrupted and our patterns of the way we were doing things are all messed up. And the way we used to cope or regulate our emotions is different because we have to do it so much. I have seen languishing in students for 30 years. Before, it used to be isolated to a few, uh, a fewer number of students, students that were experiencing trauma or disruptions in their personal lives. And now everyone has had disruptions in their personal lives. We all have this collective trauma. There is no way for anyone to avoid the disruptions, disappointments, and tragedy that COVID has brought to the world. Now, we can't control COVID or anything outside ourselves. We never could. COVID is something that we can put in the circumstance line. COVID is neutral by itself. COVID is just a thing. What we think about COVID and the other circumstances that COVID creates is what makes us feel meh or worse. I am not saying that we should feel or think pleasant thoughts about COVID. Sometimes we want to have unpleasant thoughts about a circumstance. I want to feel unpleasant about murder, rape, racial injustice, and death. But I don't want to just feel unpleasant. I want to, I want to regulate my unpleasant feelings with something else. I want to pinpoint the thoughts that are causing the unpleasant feelings And I want to start working on how I can get some relief from that, how I can still go to school, enjoy my friends, my family, and my future, even though there is a pandemic, or my dog died, or my mom found out she has cancer. Your whole life, there is going to be circumstances that create thoughts that feel terrible. The sooner you can name them, experience them, and regulate them, the better for you. You can start with writing down your thoughts, finding out the pleasant or unpleasant emotion that thought brings up for you, then going through what actions or inaction does that feeling bring up in me, and what result does that produce? This gives you a direction on what you should work on. What thoughts are bringing up the feeling of meh. Try these on. I don't care if I do this homework. School is such a waste of my time. I'm so exhausted from just going through the day. I don't want to do anything else. I don't care if I get out of bed on time. School doesn't seem important right now. Just saying those sentences makes me feel energyless. Is that a word? (laughs) Blah, bored, sad. If you are feeling like this, it will take a bit for you to start feeling better. But here are some things you need to do to get to a place to start. You need to get active in the real world. Now, this doesn't have to be exercise, but if you are a person who enjoys that, that would be a great first step. Just getting outside, walking around, doing some yoga, dancing, anything that gets your body moving. I have never really enjoyed exercising. I just thought it was a necessary evil to keep my body in good working order. I love dancing. So I used to just play records or cassettes. Now I know, I know I'm old. 
and just dance around my basement for 30 minutes. It's a cardio workout and it was fun. And so if you love music and dancing, just play some music and dance around. Uh, You can do that in your room uh, or even out on your patio or wherever you want to do it. Pick whatever works for you. Just have it be body movement, something that you do that you like, that you will do, small steps, remember, um, that that are going to be beneficial to you. Find something to immerse yourself in. Do you like cooking? Try a new recipe. Do you like art? Start a new project. By the way, I found this guy on TikTok named Mark Liam Smith. He is an artist and he does these short videos showing you how to draw something. And I am fascinated by it. I haven't tried this yet, but you just follow along. You just do the things that he does in the video. And all of a sudden you have this picture. Now it might not be as easy as I'm thinking in my mind it was because I haven't tried it yet, but this is something that's really fascinating to me. I have always been kind of fascinated with art and drawing, so I'm going to try it. So that's something I can immerse myself in. Do you create YouTube videos? Try to think of new techniques you could try and create something different that you haven't done before. Find something interesting to you and start being active in it. Now I know you can immerse yourself in video games, but please don't make video games the answer to this step. I don't have anything against video games. I love them myself. I even plan time in my day to do them. But the secret is planning the time. I'm intentional about when I play video games. Video games cannot be the only thing you get involved in. Please find something that you can be active with and creative that is not a video game. I create this podcast each week. I read books. I listen to audiobooks. I create lessons for students at school. I try to create new ways of doing my work at school that is easier and more time effective. While you are doing this activity that is not video games, make it uninterrupted time. Put your phone in another room or turn off your notifications while you are baking or painting or dancing or reading. Don't try to multitask. I know many students tell me that they can do two or more things well at the same time, but research shows that this just can't be done. We are 65% more productive when we are not distracted by our phones or other things. Please consider making a rule about not using your phone while you are doing other meaningful activities. Just experiment and see what that experiment comes up with. But I think you'll find you'll get more stuff done. If you can combine these new and active challenges with a friend or a family member, it will even increase the likelihood of changing your mood even more. It could change your meh mood to joyful, motivated, inspired, cheerful, proud, optimistic, upbeat, energized. I'm trying to teach you more um, feeling vocabulary. I have a new website and I can't wait for you to see it. You can find a link in my show notes and it is now even easier for you to sign up to talk to me or send me a message. I really want to hear from you about how these episodes are helping you regulate the emotions of life. Let me know 
if there are more topics I can tackle for you. And I would love to really talk to you in person. There will be a link for that too. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend. I love to share episodes with my family and friends and talk to them about the ideas on whatever topic was on that podcast. We can have some really great discussions. And sometimes these, those episodes would be great conversation starters for other topics. Try it out. I hope your new year is everything you are creating it to be. Talk to you soon.